Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What's up, y'all? It's the world famous. You're listening to The Darren Green Show. Right here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am your humble host, Darren Green, back with another episode. I'm joined by my co-host, Derek Dahl. What's up? Well, I did a freestyle there with that intro, child. I was waiting for this. <laughs> waiting for, the, for my notes to come up. Anyway, um, please be sure to hit that subscribe button. Give us a rate and review if you can. Follow me at TDGS Media on Instagram and Twitter. Subscribe to the YouTube page. Tap the bell to get notified. Also, if you're listening on Spotify, hit that follow button again and tap the notify button because apparently now you got to turn your reminders on because they don't let you know. Also, be a patron, please, honey. Donate $2 to my Patreon account. Okay, get ad-free viewing and more. Link is in the description. Happy Friday. You know? (laughs) I made it. (laughs) I live to see Friday. Okay. You made it. I've been thinking... I mean, I thought Wednesday, not Wednesday. I thought yesterday was Friday. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I realized yesterday wasn't Friday, it was like 10 o'clock. It was time for me to watch T.S. Madison Experience. Mm-hmm. Oh, you watch it? Yeah. And then today, I woke up today and forgot it was Friday. So I'm all just discombobulated. Child. Child. My sleep has gone off. Yeah, what? My sleep schedule got thrown off this week. Child, my sleep schedule, I'll just be praying. I'll be like, child, please go to sleep on time. Do you set um do you set like an alarm for you to go to sleep? Set an alarm to, to wake up? No, to go to sleep. Like do you have like a um oh, I know, like I mean, you I've been using this um like the bedtime thing where it tries to like gives you an alert mm-hmm. to like start winding down, like your bedtime is at one thirty and like take the next thirty minutes to like wind down and stuff. No, I've been trying to get into it, but yeah, I'll be like, uh, no, not to, not right now. Like, girl, I'm grown, okay, honey, okay. I'm still watching my shows, okay. First of all, now my week is good. I've been working on some things. I've been working on my final project for my multimedia uh, production class. That is a capstone class, so it's like you know for graduation. Um, not going to tell too much about it. Uh, but it is it's gonna come to a surprise to some some people some people keen. Um, but you gonna, you gonna release it for the public for us to see it when it's done. Uh oh, what making me tell the story? All right. Um, no, I I'm can. Just saying, okay, so I'm just saying, are you going? I'm just asking if you're gonna release it to us or not. Well, okay. So what I've been working on is a another podcast that centers around social anxiety. Um, mm. it makes sense, you know, because one of the projects I was thinking of, like you know, doing like a a recorded show like like you would the breakfast club of this show whatever i'm like why not just challenge myself you know not try to do this show try to make another show so i'm going to make the first episode i want to have a limited i'm going to making a limited series podcast that circles around you know my dealings with social anxiety and also bringing others you know talk to therapists or whatever you know professional people that knows about anxiety and stuff so i want to do like a 10 
uh, episode series and it will be released um, when I get done 10 episodes. But I, I don't know when it's going to be released, but definitely the first episode. Now, I can do this. I can, for my Patreon listeners, you can listen to the first episode. Oh, okay. yeah. Can, exclusives. Okay, exclusive, honey, exclusive. All right, you get the first uh, pick. Uh, you get the first listen. Um, if you subscribe to the page, it's only $2. But um, other than that, it won't be posted until I have full my full 10 episodes, which episodes. It, could take, oh, it could take some time. Okay. Okay. Very, very NPR. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I always want to do yeah. something different, and I got a network now, so you know, I want to do you know more podcasts and do stuff that's timeless. So it's like I could I could release this podcast five years later and it still have resonance because there's people that there's always people that deals with social anxiety, and I want to give. I think one of the main reasons because we have to do all these projects and talk about like why we're doing it and like what's the plan, what's the game plan. I'm just can I just do it. Um, cause that's the, that's the type of person I am. That's the type of creator I am. I'm just like, let me just do it. Like I'm not writing it down my plan. So I had to do it and it didn't dawn on me. Cause I, I was talking to my best friend about a lot of things. I talked to people, a lot of things They said, Oh, well, you know, anxiety is, it's, it's just another anxiety. Oh my goodness. Like, why is this it's like, we're tacking on new things. We're calling things a thing, but no, it's a real thing. Social anxiety is a real thing. And that's why I'm calling it not another anxiety. <laughs> Whoa, dope. Mm-hmm. So I can't yeah. wait for it to come out and uh, for you guys to listen to it because I know there's uh, when I was talking about it to friends, intimate friends, um, they're like, "Oh my god, like this is so, like this is real." You know, we talk about celebrities all the time here, and you know, talk about the rich and famous and all that good stuff. But you know, to bring something that's more personal to me, and you know, I'll share my backstory because I feel like I have social anxiety. It started when I first realized what it was, and I'm gonna talk about it on the first episode is like when I did the story with talking about Summer Walker and you know how harsh I was with it and I'm going to look back at that episode you know after looking at it and then like you know what 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 the hell is social anxiety I looked it up I'm like well damn I think I might have this too like <laughs> well, I don't like people <laughs> like, right right I, it, there is a certain level of anxiety well I think, yeah, we did talk about Summer Walker and about, like, girl, if you didn't want to, you know, you can't handle this thing. This is not the right industry for you and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, yeah, I think we we did have a conversation about anxiety is real. And, you know, there are times where if you believe that you're an energy person, mm-hmm. sometimes, like, there are spaces where the energy is flowing and you feel comfortable. Um, and there are some moments when there's, like, this overwhelming mm-hmm. Like either overwhelming presence, personalities, or um, your insecurities may feel like they're being amplified. And it's just, it's all mental. It's all like everything starts and ends with our, in our heads, but it's a real thing. Yeah. I don't like being around large groups of people. I don't think I ever really have. I'm a very social person, but <laughs> I don't, I, but I battle anxiety. And right. um, I used uh, performing as a way to kind of like, attack it like when i'm on stage mm-hmm. like, i can do whatever i want i don't have to feel you know because i know I'm, I'm in control of what i'm giving but when you're just out there in the world there's just hundreds of people like parades and she used to drive me crazy you said what parades mm-hmm. i don't know if y'all have like parades and stuff like people besides like pride parade but like mm-hmm. or macy's like we have parades every year in louisiana mm-hmm. multiple times multiple parades and i used to hate the crowd I hated the crowds at the fair, you know, but once I'm in my comfort place, mm-hmm. I'm comfortable. 
add no new people. See, and with my anxieties, it's different. Like yours is like with crowds. I don't really care about crowds. It's like when we get into like, okay, so class, talk to somebody next to you and, and, and tell them what you do or, okay, everybody go around the room and tell us what you major in and all that other, like, ugh, like when it comes, when it comes to talking and meeting new people, I think that's when the social anxiety kicks in. I don't really care. Yeah. Cause I, I'm, I'm around crowds. Well, at one point for the pandemic, I was around crowds all the time. I was, I did internships in New York and was going back and forth commuting, seeing a whole bunch of crowds, but it's like, it didn't, I'm not talking to them. They're not, they're not knowing who I am. I think, um, one of the major definitions of social anxiety is like the fear of the fear of people judging you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you think, oh, well, I say, did I say something stupid? That's why with this show, it's so weird how I'm like this, but then I'm doing a show that's live, you know, where people are watching in, commenting. Go ahead, comment if you want to. Um, Please, yeah. And you know, reacting and 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 getting some flack. And I want to bring this up too, because. We talked about the little mama situation and it did get a little, we got a little steam. We got a little, we got a little flack for what I said. And I, I feel like I need to clarify some things, um, you know, because I, I do everything with marketing, you know, I named cause I, I split up the topics mm-hmm. and I named it. Uh, so what they say? I named it straight fragility. Uh, what was it called? Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> straight fragility drives Lil Mama to start a straight rights movement. Okay. And people listen to it. I got we got some dislikes, honey. We got some negative comments. And I was like, I did it just like Wendy. Thanks for watching. Okay. Thanks for watching. Um, no, and I don't want people to think that um we're talking about all straight people, because you know, there's straight people that are allies, and, and I feel like I have to say that. But there's straight people that are allies and, 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 and stuff and people that understand like what we go through and stuff like that. We're not talking about that. It's just that when you, the ones that butt into other people's others lives and, and, and dictate what they feel is appropriate or what's not appropriate, which is what we're about to get into. Um, that's where I have a problem. Um, okay. Obviously, you know, if I didn't, I understand that there's straight people that are not that way. You get what I'm saying? I wouldn't have a home to stay in if it if it wasn't that case. If all straight people were like homophobic or anything like that, because I feel like that was the general consensus of like the negative feedback that I was getting. I'm like, all right, calm down. Okay, uh, I mean, let me just say another a hit dog a holler. Like, if you didn't get offended, like I've talked to straight people about this, they didn't get offended. It was like, yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm like, so y'all get it? So y'all get it? <laughs> like, it's half of y'all that just don't get the shit, and I'm just like, what y'all getting mad for? Hmm, guilty, right. guilty uh, conscience. <laughs> But um, anyway, speaking of blasphemy, <laughs> let's get into these hot topics. And I seen you put it at the top of the list. I had it in music, but yeah, whatever. We'll, 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 we can start oh, there. Um, we got to start with the hottest topic. We got I to mean, start with the hottest. Lil Nas X. Wow. Call me when you want. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm happy for him. No, I am. It's interesting. I, 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 first of all, I didn't like. I did not like the 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 promotion. The promotion was dragging. Like we knew about this song months, okay, before, and I was like, "How this song gonna play out?" Like I don't know. Like it's it's a singing. He's singing and all that, and he. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everyone has a different vision of the perfect day. For some, it's lounging on a tropical beach. For others, it's napping in a hammock on a warm summer afternoon. But it's safe to say that no one's perfect day includes the word laundry. Hey, after the last couple of years being stuck at home, who wants to spend an afternoon inside doing the wash? That's why all Free Clear Mega Packs are bigger, with twice the cleaning ingredients compared to a regular pack. And that means you can be confident that all Free Clear Mega Packs have what it takes to get the job done. Just toss an all Free Clear Mega Pack into your wash, and you're one and all done. Plus, all Free Clear Mega Packs are 100% free of dyes and perfumes and gentle on skin, even while they're tough on stains. Picture an easy way to get the laundry done and getting back to the things you love. How's that for perfect? Conquer the laundry and get on with your day. Purchase all free clear mega packs today. Just doing like a bunch of TikTok promotions. And you know, that's, you know, that's the wave now. You got to do that to promote some music. But when we got to the video and the music and, and, and just like hearing other parts, because it was only like that, that little 30 second snippet that we all that we've been hearing call me when you want call me when you need like i was like okay all right i'm hearing this too much i need to hear the rest of the song and i actually i pre-added it you know what i'm saying like i listened to the whole thing then i watched the video i feel like the visuals like my best friend was talking he was talking about she was like oh my god the material like yes like it was uh, some person somebody said it was like uh what my best friend called it she said uh remember the girl from What's that movie called? Uh, what is that movie called? The Hunger Games. Remember the one with the with the with the wig? Oh like, Lord, Primrose Everdeen. Like it was giving that. Like he was over here doing lap dance. He was doing a stripper pole, honey, all the way down the hill, honey, and and doing lap dances to the devil. Now, um, what is going on with that? I gave him a lot of flack early on because I feel like. Uh-huh. Um, the only issue with Lil Nas X is that I feel like he's being manufactured mm. a little bit. Like there are artists that are, you know, it's good. You have a team, you have a creative team and you have like, people want to put you in a space where you are going to like, whatever you're doing, it's going to get press. It's going to get promoted. It's going to, that's how, what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and I mean, I'm glad that he's so, he's freeing this. He's, Praying and creating a space for artists who already do that. Like, um, you know, I think we talked like in the pre-show, I'm thinking like, okay, well, as a rapper, people saying, oh, I ain't never seen this before, blah, blah, blah. I said, there are all these, I said, all these gay rappers and artists out here that are full of wigs and stunts and heels mm-hmm. and lashes and all. And, and he has the resources to do this big things. production. The difference is that he has a budget and he's uh-huh. he has a major machine, major machine behind him. And uh, like I said in uh, my feature in out in Jersey magazine about other queer artists, like I want Lil Nas X to be successful um, because that if if he proves to be successful, that means that other queer artists may have an opportunity yeah. to be only queer and as successful 
but also like I was watching some of the 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 tweets last night. And I'm like, how how easy do we forget about artists like Big Frida, who's been doing this for mm-hmm. almost 20 years? Artists like Tyler the Creator. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we have queer artists. He's a queer artist. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well. You know what I mean? Um, but I'm glad that I'm glad that in this particular time in this space we do have representation in this market. So right. I'm happy with Lil Nas X, and I hope that. Um, I hope that his debut album is successful. It is supposed to come out in the summer, but I did. And it's good. that I'm going to expound on that. What you said about like, he needs, if, if, if he's proven to be like this, this huge selling artist, then it's going to open the doors for other, um, queer rapper, queer artists. Um, and that's why I said, I was like, he needs to be as, or he, he could be whatever he wants. But it would behoove him. It would be so nice if he if his career blows up like a Nikki because you you've seen how you see the pat I can see the pattern of like okay labels are like I don't know how this is gonna sell. It seems like you know gay rappers or gay artists in hip hop are not really charting that well as opposed to you know the, the heterosexuals. So if we can see if we can Ciao. see. Well, well, okay. If you want to, the past two years, hip hop artists have topped the charts mm-hmm. consecutively. Like there was a moment. There was a moment this year yeah. where the top ten was full of rappers. Mm-hmm. Every every slot had a yeah. rapper on it. Yeah, hip hop is the most influential genre I'm saying of gay music rappers in the in the world. Mm-hmm. Huh? I'm saying gay rappers though. Like it's it's he's opening doors, and he would have to be like it would it, it'd be cool if his if his career blows up and then other labels is what we want. Other labels are like, oh my goodness, like I want an, I want a little Nas X. So now they're gonna start, you know, putting on and signing. And I'm and you know I just want Kid Ken to get signed and mm-hmm. get that major budget and eat everything alive. Okay. That's what I want. Shout out to Lil Nas, but mm-hmm. I want Kid Ken to because he's <laughs> Okay. Watch your all the bars out there chasing their dreams. So Yes, 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 yes. Of course, of course. Mm-hmm. And yes, and Lil Nas X is a barb. There was a lot of people. There was a lot of barb stand counts, stand accounts that were saying, "Oh, okay, he's he's very much he 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 got the influence, honey." The part where he was doing lap dances on Satan, they were going back and forth with the uh when Nicki and Anaconda. Anaconda right. I was like, "Oh, well, he that was a good inspiration, honey." Okay, a good inspiration. Yeah, he gave lap dance, so we love but it. It was a hot video. The the song, even though the music may be questionable. The video, the visuals have been the visuals point. made in. It's number three on on YouTube, so you know that's really good considering YouTube is the YouTube's algorithm child. Hmm. We'll see. Well, I love to see how this is going to play out um, in the course of the weeks. Hopefully, it charts does something. You know, take up out the. Oh, let me stop. We love Cardi. <laughs> Cardi, okay, but anyway. Um, we just hope that it charts. We hope that it, you know, this little Nas X, it probably is. He has a cult, uh, fan, fan, uh, standum, standum, or what do you call little Nas X people? Y'all gonna have to figure out a name. Anyway, They're gonna be the demons after this. Not the demons. <laughs> and let's talk about it, honey, because I was looking at it. the general consensus. I mean, it's pretty much mixed reviews you know we got people saying yes like do it do it do it like you know it's it's we love it and it was one thing that i mentioned early on 
is how at first when I seen the devil, I was like, oh, shit, now people going to start saying stuff. But then I looked at it because your friend had reposted something that brought, to, brought me to perspective. Like, you know, y'all been calling gay folk demonic. We going to hell, this, that, and the third, all millennia. Okay. So I'm going to get my ass on a pole. And I'm a, and I'm a, and I'm gonna do a since I'm since I'm going to hell, honey. I'm gonna do a lap dance on the devil, like it's whatever. Like and I think he took a negative and he made it maybe into a positive, or maybe he took the he took the power back. Period. And I've been saying this for years. We need to take the power back. It's not all about canceling people because they say certain things or they do yeah. certain things, you know, because you know we're looked at as oh we're sensitive and this this PC. Take the power back. That's how we really will. Um, change a lot of things. And I, I love what Lil Nas X did there. And, you know, cause at first it came, it came off to me like, Oh, like you said earlier, like, are they marketing him to be like this, this, you know, because we've seen that with other artists too, like with Sam Smith, like Sam Smith, he came, he came in with a different type of style. And then now he's all, you know, voguing and I all that other stuff. They, they are because mm-hmm. he's non-binary now. Oh, well, okay. Well, Okay. No. Yeah. Um, but I, but I can also relate to, because I know when I first came out, like I felt like I said, it's my best friend. Like, I, I think I understand what Lil Nas X is going through. He's going through the phase. Like I say, a new vampire, you get what I'm saying? Like how, if you watch twilight, the new vampires are rambunctious, honey, they're, they're just running amok. They're killing everybody. You know, um, when I first came out, like it was like, a power that I wanted to take back. And it was like, yeah, I was popping my neck. I was talking all this slang. I, you know, I was very femme. Um, I'm not to say that I'm very masculine now, but I'm just saying like, it's, I'm kind of happy medium now, but like beforehand I was like, girl, no, we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. And I, and I wanted to, and I felt like I was just projecting a little bit because it was like, I was ostracized for so long for me being in the closet. And now I'm out. So it just felt like a new day. Like I feel like I could be, you know, whatever I want. Then you come into your own personality eventually. And I feel like that's the phases that Lil Nas X is going through. I don't know if he was already out before he became famous. And then he had to, cause you, you got to come out multiple times. You know, he probably already done came out to his peoples before he was famous. Then he got to come out again when he became famous child. I'm like, yeah, well you come out to new people all the time. Mm-hmm. Like who don't know. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's great. I think that, um, I mean, of course, it's going to be outraged because he's a mainstream artist and people, yeah. the first thing they say is, what about the kids? You have kids. It's, you know, and they that, were listening to oh, him when you did Old Town Road and now you're doing this. Old Town Road and now you're doing, you know, busting splits, busting it wide open for the devil in hell. And <laughs> child, it's a music video. Um, I always tell people as an artist, like, I am not responsible for your children. Mm. You are because you're a parent. I'm yes. not. He's an I'm adult. Not. I make my music for grown people. I talk about stuff that grown people talk about. Mm-hmm. So kids should be watching Sesame Street. This is not that. <clears throat> um, Everybody going to have an issue when he does. He, he does something. He he walks through a, a door. It's like, oh my god, why he walked through the door like that? Yeah. So um, something I posted earlier is like, people going you know, love is going to love you, haters going to hate you. You have to mm-hmm. live your life for you. And focus on yourself, like focus on your journey. And if he's happy, then more power to him. More power you know to him. I mean, him. more power and more success to him. And that's um, and that's what it's all about. We 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 love to see it. What Nini right. say? We're all gonna buy it. Love the new single. <laughs> we're all gonna buy it. 
Thank okay. you. Thank you. <laughs> oh my Thank God. You. Yes, yes, yes. Shout out to Lil Nas X. What else going? What else is going on? Sweetie has been in the news lately. Now I don't know if um, well she we found out that she broke up with Quavo. Uh, she appeared on this internet talk show hosted by Justin LaBoy. Okay. There it was featured. Her ex was there, uh, Justin Cobbs or whatever. And Combs. people, Combs. Combs. Okay. Well, all right. All right. Um, lots of chemistry. A lot of people talking like, ooh, why were they looking? Like the cameras are going back and forth. Like it's being a little messy. Like that show is messy. It's, it's a messy show. We love it. We love to see it. Um, and, you know, the chemistry was there. So people like took the social media like, uh, sweetie, what's going on? Did you, honey, they were saying Quavo punching at the air right now. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun. So winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Listen, there's a reason the ultra-wealthy have been investing in fine wine for centuries. Historically stable returns and a lack of volatility make it stand out compared to traditional assets, especially during a downturn. But now you can invest alongside with them with Vint. Vint is an SEC-qualified investment platform that offers shares of the most sought-after wines in the world. So join the thousands of investors diversifying with fine wine and spirits. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit Vint. Vint.co. Sweetie took to social media where she announced that the relationship with Quavo was over and that it was because, you know, things were unfaithful. And they kind of went back and forth because I know Quavo came out and was like, yeah, she, she became the person I didn't think she was and this, that, and third. And, and Sweetie replied with a, okay, take care. Ha! Yeah, I saw that. Take care. Okay. Um, I love, I love, 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 love this. Because before, you know, Sweetie... I don't know. She didn't have no depth to me. Like, you know, I feel like this was very much character development. Um, you know, hearing her, I heard, I listened to the whole interview and I was like, wow, okay. She, she really is doing some shit. When he asked her, like, you know, if you, if your man was doing the right thing, you know, and you know, you got to pick who y'all going to do a threesome with. She said, I'll let him pick whatever guy I'm like, period. Okay. Period. Okay. Cause dudes don't like it when you turn it around on it. Okay. All right. Yeah. saying. Y'all ain't the only one that like threesomes. Right. It started, yeah. a, lot, it started a lot of conversations like, oh, no, if it's two men, then it's a train. Like, okay. I ain't never right. no caboose, but okay. But yeah, um, shout out to her. I actually saw her. Um, she posted a, it was like an IG live or IG mm-hmm. real, not a real, but like she made this um, five steps to getting over a fuck boy. Ooh. And I watched, yeah, I'm gonna send that to you. It was really, um, really enlightening. So yeah, I'm pretty sure Quavo is probably biting the air right now. Hopefully, it'll make him write a a, a decent song. Yeah, he already alluded to that, talking about something he writing. What you writing? We'd love to hear it. Because, honey, if you ever try, if you ever try to do some shit like you did with Nicki, like with that AM album, and that shit flopped. Remember like, she. Remember he did that? We're talking all that stuff like, oh, Nikki was doing this to me and this, that, and the third. Da, 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 da. Don't no, even remember the song. Don't even child. remember the album. Okay. What is it called? I don't recall. 
y'all, you better get with Migos again, child. Because, honey, sweetie is hot shit right now. So it's like, girl, you fumbled the bag, sir. You fumbled the bag. And that's what it really boils down to. <laughs> a lot of rap men do that. Yeah. It's crazy. Or a lot of men in the industry, they have like these girls that are like newcomers. Mm-hmm. And then like as their success happens, like they, they tend to like diminish and then mm. they walk out or they do they get caught doing stupid shit. And then they lose the girl and the girl just not Jay Z. And then the dude just fades away. Oh my god, just say it. Just no, say he it. was smart. He knew how to apologize. He was gonna right. keep his woman. He was Beyonce, you a dummy. Okay, we almost at the billion, so hold on. Right. Wait now. Wait a minute, Holiday. Hold on, Holiday. Uh, all right. But I think it was good for her to take take back her power. And for anybody who's in a relationship where you have created boundaries, doesn't matter if you're famous, wealthy, or not. Yeah. Um. Like, what you do in your private life is is uh, has a different sort of impact than 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 uh, your public persona or who you are as a rapper or a singer or actress model, whatever. And uh, I think that she's setting a good example for girls and boys who are in those types of relationships. Right. Um, And, you know, sometimes it's okay. Like walking away, you can walk away and, and not be bitter. Yeah. Not be, you know, man's like, Hey, you did what you did. I'm going to move in a different direction and, you know, yeah, God they bless. Didn't, they didn't even bring it up until it was kind of addressed. Like, it was like, uh, why is she acting like this? Like, they're not together no more? Like, she was like, oh, she's yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, didn't, even, yeah. didn't even make an announcement. Okay, so they had no intentions of telling anybody, which is which is mature. Um, you know, Quavo, I think Quavo. Until we would have saw her pop up with another dude. Oh, right, 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 right. It's like, um, mm-hmm. okay. And I Wait remember I was watching the Joe Budden podcast. It was like, oh no, my exes ain't my he was like, my exes ain't uh hanging out. My ex ain't hanging out with her ex. I'm like, um, what? Not honey, you don't have control. You damn sure ain't got control because y'all not together no more. Yeah. But um, damn, okay. Cause it looks away. I'm like, okay, but but y'all be doing the same thing. Well. Men had to men had to really sit back this week because you know that whole thing with the Derek Jacks thing. Derek Jackson, <laughs> Jackson, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. So like he's the one that cheated. People out here trying to tell other folks how to run their relationships and have a healthy relationship, but you're the one that out here cheating on your wife. And according to Tasha K, still doing it, right? But the the odd part for me, the react like it went from it went from him being exposed as a fraud to people jumping on her for how she looks. And I'm just like, it's getting weird. Like y'all are yeah, weird. Yeah, like, like what do you mean? Like because how she dresses or whatever. And yeah. All that stuff. I'm like, well, what they gotta do with her getting cheated on? Like they've known each other since high school. She's probably always been this way. She mm-hmm. was a normal person, just a regular average person. He was a normal, average, regular person too. The only difference is that he became he got some clout for being a pseudo life coach. And can't you know, she's life to to Instagram, change to an Instagram model overnight or something like yeah, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
anyway, I don't care about Derrick Jackson. <laughs> never, never have. Um, I mean, I feel like the, I feel like this moment for him was coming soon anyway. So Not it happened. But the part that really tripped me out was her getting on Instagram and trying to preach. Yeah, I was like, let me just tell you, we're in war. We're in war. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, no, girl, you're in war. <laughs> you're in a war, and you need to focus on. Because and that was after the Tasha Case video. She was saying she was pulling out all types of receipts. She was talking to the girl, the mistress, apparently. Like, oh yeah, them pictures that he was taking, them videos where he was sitting there making them damn videos. It in the parking lot of her job. She was like, oh, no, yeah, I have that balcony right there. That's my house right there. Very recent. I'm like, oh, shit. He may have a sex addiction. We'll see if that's going to be his excuse. Yeah, we'll, we'll, okay. That's going to be the next thing, child. That's everybody's story, child. Everybody done said it. I'm addicted to sex. No, nigga, you addicted to being single. <laughs> Just go be single. Let's go like, be single. We'll see what happens, child. We'll see what happens, uh... Another like little story because we're going we doing the little stories where we get into the big ones. Um, it really wasn't much this week. Um, they were talking about the you heard about the uh, the what's his name Kirk Franklin situation. Oh, his son. Yeah, they said his son was son is the we well you know the story was his son released like the audio clips of Kirk Franklin like cursing him out. Which my whole thing with that was, I mean, that's the, you know, that's a parent, honey. I mean, you you disrespect the parent, you know what I'm saying? You they supposed to act holy, I guess, because he's like a Christian man. That's why he had to come out and be like, "I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say it. It was it was it was out of character and stuff like that." I'm like, oh, "Fuck that! I said what I said. That's my son, and he a grown ass man." Uh huh. But and she still saves. That's what he should have said. Yeah, yeah, but you know, Tasha K, and I know she's not really. People don't really, you know, think she's right with certain things. But there was talk that. Well, even it's coming from his camp, the sons, uh, that he was touched by one of the preachers and people were speculating, possibly, allegedly, that it was Kirk Franklin. I was listening to the... Who was touched by a preacher? The son was touched by... Well, they said, well... The son was touched by Kirk? That was one of the rumors or some other preacher... Yeah, it's 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 that's what that's the rumor that's going around. That's uh when Tasha K had asked because because you know she talked to the part she actually called the son. She he hung up in her face because yeah, I seen the because she did an interview with L A Re L A some kind of other uh commentator that was close to the family. Um, that's out now, but she was interviewing saying like, yeah, well, you know, there's speculation that it could have been either Kurt Franklin or like another preacher in the church, and dude confirmed it. Like, I was like, oh, okay, well, we need to get to the bottom of this. If that's the reason, then, you know, that kid is, you know, he was crying out for for help. Like, you know, no one is listening to him, so we can see why he's doing all this stuff. And on the flip side, he could all just be doing this for clout, but we don't know. Right. But, uh, yeah, I don't want to talk too much about it because, like, this is all speculation land. You know, I don't really talk too much of his speculation. You know, we, we ain't going to get into it that, that hard, but. One other thing that I wanted to talk about um, was Rosie O'Donnell. I don't think I ever talked about her before, uh, but she was trending yes the other day because she was talking about your fave. Hmm. Yes. She brought yeah. up the queen. Uh, honey. Uh, yes. In a discussion on the Hot Takes Deep Dives podcast um, Monday, Rosie O'Donnell 
uh, claim that Whitney Houston was conflicted by her conservative culture values and essentially said that she struggled with her sexuality. We knew this already, but take a look at this. There's a little snippet. Hold on, let me get it ready. I got it. Uh, infamous episodes of the Rosie O'Donnell show was when Whitney Houston no-showed. She, what is the backstory there? She wouldn't leave her hotel room? And it was Halloween. And I remember thinking, well, isn't she going to take her kid trick-or-treating? Like, that's what I was thinking, because she had a baby who sadly is gone now, too, the same age as my kids. And I remember thinking, well, surely she's going to get up and go take the kid trick-or-treating. Like, I don't know why this was in my head. And, um, you know, she was at that time really in a downward spiral with drugs. And it was obvious to anyone who was watching her, there was a horrible horrible performance on the AMAs or something. Do you remember that when she had on, she was so skinny and she looked so much like an addict in the throes of it. And um, she had produced Cinderella for Britain for Brandy. Yes. And she was showing, it was the whole hour was her and Brandy on Cinderella and um, she didn't show up. So I said to her crew who was already there, I said, you know, this is all on all of you, because when she dies, everyone's going to ask, why didn't you do something? And Robin, who was her partner for a while, she has uh, had written me and told me that that was like a very big day for them, the crew around her, mm -hmm. to think that they had to make make inroads to try to help her, you know, mm -hmm. and um Sadly, they didn't. You were you were close friends with Robin Crawford. No, I know Robin. I wasn't close friends, but we we sat near each other at the WNBA games. We had some mutual friends in common. I knew she was Whitney's partner. She knew I was gay. We were like, you know, um, but we didn't like hang oh, out okay. together. But there was one party that we were there to get. I was there that she and Whitney were at and um, in New York City, I believe it was. And that's where I met Robin. And, um, you know, I don't know. It's not like gay people meet each other and they all of a sudden, you know, like, and Whitney was troubled by, I think, the gay part of her life and, um, you know, didn't want it exposed. And it's hard in, in Black culture to accept gayness. It's, it's culturally... Um, more difficult i think yes and so she was and you know the the church catholic church thing um the baptist church whatever that weighed heavily on her growing up in the church and gospel and singing and you know i think that there was a lot of conflict about that mm. well i mean they about to get her like they got a pedal bell she brought up that word about Luther. Uh, Luther. I mean, but I, I mean, but Rosie, Rosie's not wrong. Mm -hmm. I mean, I wish that people would just let Whitney rest in peace, but um, that was a lot of the comments. Know, yeah, but that's just part of it's just that's just part of being a legend. You know, when you look up the word legend, and when we think about legends, legends are literally the stories of um you know former greats, and they are they they the life that they lead is so magnanimous that it didn't it doesn't seem like it could be real 
Like they just seem like fairy tales. They seem like mm-hmm. myths. And, you know, people are going to be talking about Whitney Houston um, for the next 100, 100, 200 years as the voice. She's like a goddess at this point. If we were back in Greece, like Whitney's the, the it's like a goddess of music. Um, okay. You know, and, you know, there are other greats and things like, you know, like Aretha and, and the Mahalia Jackson, like she's in that realm with them. Um, and, you know, when people die um, and they're no longer in the spotlight or they no longer um, have the same machine behind them to control what people see and what we know of them and how they are uh, packaged for us. Um, the truth is the only thing that's really going to be sustained. And the truth is, even as a fan, like it was a hard to come to terms with, but we, Whitney was struggling like a lot of other uh, people struggle. And um, Rosie is, 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 is correct that it is very hard um, in our community, especially black American mm. community where, you know, Christianity is like a norm and it teaches us to hate parts of ourselves in order to be accepted by God, right. um, which actually is anti-Christian because that's not what Christ taught. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah, you know, she's, she's that church girl, just like those other PKs that, you know, go out in the world and do what they do and, and experience themselves, that it can be an internal challenge. And so, um, so yeah, I, I, I believe Rosie and, um, and I agree with her that it's, it is difficult. Yeah. And I'm, what I thought it was interesting, what she said was, you know, yeah, it's hard to accept. It's hard in the black culture to accept gayness. And I think that's where it boiled down to um, with Whitney was so unfortunate to see you know she wasn't able to be herself like all the way up until her untimely death like it was just you know the way we living now i felt like she probably would have embraced it if she would have you know stayed, stayed alive we love you whitney we love you whitney we love you, we miss you. yes <laughs> oh my goodness and to the people that are saying you know, oh my God, like, you know how black folks are. Don't don't sit there and talk about the, her business and stuff like that. That's her business. And I'm like, child. I mean, that she's saying exactly what, like, y'all still, some people really just did not, some people did not know. And mm-hmm. they, same thing with Luther Vandross. Like, you ain't gonna do that to Luther. Don't do that to Luther. I'm like, well, I mean, that's, you know, just a part of him. That's a part of his, his, is what it is. You know, it's not anything disrespectful. Yeah. yeah. Well, my mom always told me that, you know, you're entitled to tell your story your way, tell mm-hmm. your own story when you're accounting your experiences. And if if Rosie was coming, and I don't think she was doing it from a place of malice right. or a, a way to demean Whitney's legacy. Right, right. Absolutely. I think she was just sharing her experience of her, her interactions with Whitney's partner and friend. And... Um, it is, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I think that a lot of, and I, the fact that, um, it only saddens me that, um, for female artists in particular, that like the ones that don't get a chance to 
have a reclamation story or have a chance to like rise from the ashes and like redeem have like that redemption story mm-hmm. or finale like um I'm sad that she didn't get a chance to do that. But like nobody's talking about Mariah Carey being an alcoholic. Oh, okay. And um you know and things like that. And we've seen tragic performances from her too. Um, okay. But she was she survived and she was able to get in a space where she could share her story herself and um allowed us to see her as more human. And I think that takes a little a little bit more of the pressure off of artists. Whitney Houston, um, you know, around the time she's talking about the AMAs, like child, Whitney has so much other stuff going on personally with like the whole Bobby situation and um that's when they did the tribute to um, right right and around that time was when things were actually about to become were being made more public this is before tmz this is when whitney was popping up on all of the um the tabloid magazines at the grocery store mm-hmm. that were her were on the cover right you know you know wendy you know all that stuff so um so yeah i mean the time was different um, and I just wish that she had a chance to to recover and have her Tina Turner type of success. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, like do this shit for 30, 40, 50 years, you know, get clean, get a clean break, a fresh start. And, you know, I wish that was the case, but it but it's but it's not. Unfortunately so, it's not, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That just shows that we still have so much work to do. It's mm-hmm. like and I thought it was an interesting conversation to to, to have had, um, you know, with uh, Rosie O'Donnell. Like I said, we 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 don't talk about her at all. Like it's, it's where, where you been, girl? <laughs> it was just refreshing to see her trending, child. I was like, okay, for a little bit. Um, but yeah, you know, let's move on. Let's move on. I want to talk about the Joe Budden podcast on the Trouble in Podcast Paradise, child. Well, this bothered me though. This, this 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 did bother me because I watched their their show a lot, and you know when you watch a show for a long time, you get into the chemistry of people. Like like you get that like it's like oh my goodness, this is like something to watch. I used to watch it when I, you know, get a bottle or whatever, you know, drink a little bit, and you know, see what's going on in the in the, the straight tea because you know straight people got tea, honey. They got tea too. Like straight men, I'm like okay, because he used to get into it. He'll talk about Takashi or something like that or something that somebody said. Um, that's where I, straight man, right? Yeah, straight man. They got T too. It'd be T. But he he named first of all. Okay, so let's just talk about it. Uh, Joe Budden finally addressed speculations that podcast hosts uh, Rory and Maul are leaving the popular show, uh, making him a trending topic on Twitter or whatever. Now fans noticed Rory and Maul's MIA in the recent episode. This is where you know the episode where he was talking about the Grammys and stuff like that. Rumors that had it that if it was fueled because of money, you know, DJ Academics was like popping his gums, talking about like, yeah, like they talking about money and this, that, and the third day they want more money or something like that. Um, well, he spoke on the rumors and labeled his, named his episode Tea Leaves. I'm like, okay, Joe Budden is so, he's so petty. But anyway, this is what he had to say. Here's a little snippet. Intervene. I can't allow it. I got to get on top of that. 
So when six weeks in a row happened of Rory challenging me to a fight and his hands and me not being so comfortable in that because I don't necessarily play like that and I'm listening back. And to me, I'm being expressive saying, yo, man, I don't play like that with my friends. And on the playback, I hear him say, yeah, but what if we not friends? Mm-hmm. Whoa, I got to take a look at that. That's for Joe to pause. That ain't for me to think that we in podcast showy, chucky, chucky, ka, kiki, ka, ka, game time. What if we not friends? Excuse me? I intervene. Yeah, and it goes it goes on. You know, Joe Joe likes to talk, honey. He like you you have to you gotta force the information out of him. So later on in the episode, he brought up that, you know, after that encounter, him, like, you know, them always saying that he- Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You know, for centuries, the ultra-wealthy have been putting their money where their mouths are by investing in fine wine. And now, with Vint, you can do that too. At Vint, we offer SEC-qualified investment opportunities of fine wine and spirits curated by our experts with portfolio managers. With Vint, you can invest and diversify into the most sought-after assets that have a history of price appreciation. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co. Because they have this running joke that, like, um, Joe Biden is going to fight Rory because, you know, they don't really agree on certain things. Like, you know, it's banter. That's what, that's why I looked at it because I'm a podcaster. Like, we have banter. We say things. But what got him was when he heard that on the playback, he asked him, he asked Rory to not come. Like, you know, just you, you take a pause. You know, sit out. Sit this one out. And Maul rallied. You tell him who you think you are. Tell him to sit out for something. So I'm sitting out, too. So they both went on strike. And they didn't show up to the show. And... You know, originally, because I'm gullible as hell, when I've seen the episode when they weren't there, I'm like, oh, you say they're on vacation. I'm like, that's weird that they both on vacation. I'm like, okay. Then we get, then it comes to, nah, we ain't, people was like, they weren't believing that. My whole thing is, you know, when you get on a show, and like I just brought up, it's banter. And I think there's certain things, because there's certain things, honey, I, I listen to playback. There's certain things I hear that you say. I hear that people that I had as guests on say, that was a little oh, okay, okay, but you have to for the record. It's, it, it's for the record. I said what I said. <laughs> okay, and there's some things that I said, and you know, it's a it's a show. We got to make this entertaining. We got to get some butts in the seats, okay? And and it's it people love the witty uh, banter going back and forth with certain topics, and I think. You know, I think Joe kind of got a little offended, and I'm like, you can't get offended. I mean, like, I don't think I didn't. I didn't think it was because they joke so much. It's like I don't know what's real or not. Now, him saying that, what if we're not friends? I'm like, okay, then you shouldn't be joking around like that. If you over here saying you over, we're jokingly talking about fighting, and you saying that we're not friends. I'm like, oh, uh, what's what's going on here? Um, but I don't know. I, I feel like I I see both sides. What? Right. Well, I just found the clip, so I want to hear what clip. Yeah. I found a clip of Rory Chelton. Wait, hold on. I blew one up at the end, real nigga shit. All that nigga did was hug you and whisper in your ear. That was my mom. 
Yeah. <laughs> that was my mom. Hey, it wasn't your mom. Don't do you? that. Don't do that. <laughs> no, but you can laugh at me if at the end of that I was like, yo, why was I ever smoking? No, I lit one up at the end. Real nigga That's shit. That's why I was laughing. That's why Rory is saying that confidence is being stolen from his chest. Yeah, I want to know yeah. more about this. I mean, you think Rory harbors confidence in his chest? What's hard is there? Yeah, I would not. I could easily knock you out. I'm <laughs> confident about that. I, I offer to fight here. you every week. If you want to talk here, about confidence? Right here. It comes from right here. You better stop talking to me with the fiber pills like that. First of all, you <laughs> joking. Yo, finish the story. Yeah, man. I want to go about the cords, man. I just, I just think it's hilarious that he think a fiber pill don't mean his whole fucking face could get pushed in. I want to know Rory about the rest of the cords. Give yeah, me I the rest of the cords, man. Tell me about the cords. What did your neck armor? Uh, my neck didn't actually have anything. Back of my neck had some chakras that were kind of crazy. Uh, forehead symbolizing. No- but yeah, child. Well, what's the part where he was like, "Oh, what if we're not friends?" I'm like, I didn't. Maybe it was more, more to the story. Um, that was the, I ain't get to the, I ain't find that part, but they sent the clip about um about him um I mean it did it did seem a little that was a little hmm, it was a little frisky right there I'm like okay okay I'm gonna see the video so you can watch it yourself yeah 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 because I didn't I didn't see that I didn't I didn't see this I know they joke around but I know that's the running joke like you know I mean with with uh Maul like him and him Joe and Joe and Maul they get into it too but you know. It's all jokes. It's all laughs. You know, I don't. No one's. I, well, from what I thought, I didn't think anybody was taking things serious, taking it seriously. Um, but they always ripping on each other. Like that's just the that's the point of the show. Like y'all, y'all, t- y'all say y'all topics, and then y'all make fun of each other for saying certain things. And it's it's that's just basically what the show is. Um, I do know one thing though. Uh, y'all gotta get over this. Y'all gotta kiss and make up because I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure about these co-hosts that you got on there now. It's it's and he's and, and it's seen and, and Joe I think Joe knows this too because I feel like we know Joe to be the type to be like I don't give a fuck about shit you know what I'm saying right. y'all leave if y'all want to it seemed like he was like well you know the door is always open and and the seats always here when they were ready to come back they can come back like it seemed like he doesn't want them to go either and and we understand like you know what I'm saying the people that he has right. on there first of all ain't permanent because one of them don't even want to be on there and it and it shows when you're watching it. Um, other one is like new, but like the thing is, you know, I like the, I like this, the, I like these two, three, these three people. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? It was, it, I don't know how people, the fans are, it's almost like the whole thing with, with, um, with, with T.S. Madison and Kaya. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I stopped watching Supreme, uh, Queen Supreme Court after Kaya left. Did you? I did because you know what? I felt like they had a chemistry. That's why that's why TS kind of stopped with it too. Like she stopped with it cuz it, it wasn't getting anywhere after she left and I know Kaya is like not like a good person. She is homophobic, transphobic, you name it. Well, we found out about that later. You know, after, you know, they had a dispute. But Child. I mean, okay, we all there was always inklings, but still. But like Kaya ain't changed in 10 years. They had a good run, and that shit. I was literally watching that every Monday because it wasn't just it was it wasn't just Kaya and it was because you know I don't I don't listen to gag order, um, and it wasn't just T.S. Madison. It was the both of them together. It just they just made gag order. is funny, still. I mean, I was I mean, watching little clips, but I ain't watching the whole thing. Is, but she's entertaining because like, yeah. problematic. 
maintained. And you know, in some instances, I like to see us as we're almost like the Queen's Court, too. Like, you know, I feel like I'm like, I don't know, I feel like I'm TS. But you're not Kaya, though, because you don't really go in like that. You don't go in like that. Yeah, I don't do that anymore. That oh, not like, anymore. <laughs> okay. Do we don't really talk about any anything that really gets me heated unless it's mm-hmm. like people doing and doing and saying stupid shit. Oh, hello. I don't care about most of these folks. <laughs> but like I said, it's it's this it's the it's what they bring what they both put into the table, and I feel like after that left, I was like, okay, well, you got to think of something else because this this. Y'all doing y'all separate shows. It's just not. It's not hit. It's too much to keep up with. Mm-hmm. Huh? I said we got now. You got to split up now. I got to watch two shows to get. Yeah, the same. I got, yeah exactly. And then this is like, uh, like I don't know. Yeah, but I'm glad T.S. Madison got her show now. I, I'm glad she got her show on TV. I, and, it, and it looks pretty. It looks good. Um, but like I said, like when shows break up, that's why it's kind of it's it's kind of like. Ugh. It's really hard making a show where there's other people on it. Like I don't see how I don't know what the damn talk is going to do because they talk about firing Sharon. I'm like, damn, Sharon was there for like years. Yeah, well, everybody has their season. Because everybody has a season. <laughs> everybody has a season. Sometimes it's just if it works, it works. Mm-hmm. But when it's not, when it doesn't work anymore. You just gotta. Pack it up. Pack it up. And move on, you know? So, I, just, I just don't want the show to lack. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it will. They've gone through changes before. Mm-hmm. They've gone through many, many, many changes uh, over the past 10... Yeah, they started in 2010. So, yeah, they're almost approaching the 11th... 11th the talk season. started in 2010? Yeah, the talk started when... Okay, so quick story. I did not. Know. I thought they was. Uh, they, I thought they was around of you. No, they ain't been here for twenty years. So, uh, interesting story. Mm. So I graduated. Remember, I told you I graduated Grambling in, in twenty ten, right. and I ended up moving to LA and working in entertainment tonight. Um, and during that time, I was interning under Brad Bessie, mm. who uh, is the executive producer of the talk like three weeks into my internship, he announced that he was leaving because um, he was a senior, he was a co-producer for uh, Entertainment Tonight, but he was leaving because they greenlit him having his own show that he was going to be producing, a new talk show okay. called Talk. Um, so that was the, that, that season was when they started. I was at CBS when the talk started. Um, oh, wow. So... So yeah, I think that's when they had was Sharon Osborne, Holly Robinson, Pete, Sarah Gilbert. I also didn't like the rival that they had with the View. Like they would, they would say like, "Oh yeah, they argue all the time." Because I'm Team View. Um, the View became there, really political. I went there. I went there two times. You know what I'm saying? Like I seen Whoopi. I was like Whoopi. Um, nah, like I did not like when they were like, "Yeah, they argue all the time and they're mean." I'm like, y'all, y'all just come on now. I feel like they're they're like the they're like the the reels grandma. Like they're like they don't really go in that much. <laughs> that's why that's why this whole situation with the Meghan Markle and Sharon Osbourne thing that's that's the, the hottest thing that they ever did, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, yeah, but Sasha Underwood taking her wig off. Oh, pfft, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was a whole era of her just wearing what afros and stuff. And she decided to take off that wig and show mm-hmm. them them cornrows. Uh, anyway, I think I, I don't think I ever watched a single episode. Like I always watch clips, 
if, if things went, you know, one fuck. episode of the park. But like, nah, I mean, I, mean, I, 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 mean, like I don't I mind. Been. I don't mind it if you always get political. I mean, it's a political. It's always been political, kind of, right? It hasn't always been that way, but it took a turn. Really? What they were talking about? It took a turn. I think when Rosie was the moderator. Yeah. And then it started taking a turn. God, uh, what they were talking about? And, um, and that's when the whole Donald Trump making a comment calling her a dog. Yeah, I remember that. Or something like that. So. I mean, it did take a turn where things became more political. Yeah, them producers used to be, their producers used to be shady. I, I watched old clips. I'm like, why are they not going to this commercial break? Rosie, Rosie O'Donnell and this other girl, I forgot her name, was arguing back and forth. I'm like, dang. Her and Whoopi used to get into it. Who, Elizabeth Hasselbeck? Yes, yes, that's the girl. Ooh, what was that? I need my ears. But no, it was good times, good times, good times. Oh, I feel we are, we are, we got off track, honey. <laughs> Talk about the train. We always on track. Hmm. Okay, we're gonna move on to news and music because that's what we that's that's what we're getting into. Okay, we already talked about Lil Nas X's new song. We love it. We love it. We love it. Latasha, Tancha, girl from the Latasha. confirms that there's going to be an escape in SWV versus Battle. <laughs> I am here we're, for it. April, right? Huh? We're April 9th, right? Yeah. April 10th. But I was like, damn, they got 10 hits? Boy, you crazy. I mean... Who, who got... SWV? Yeah, I think you just... You just... Yeah, they do. <laughs> Not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well... Not allegedly, alleged- they do. <laughs> You had to be there. You weren't there. No, nah, I had to be. First of all, I did my I did my homework. <laughs> well, if you did your homework, then you would know they got they got Hold they on, got hits. Okay, you're the one week. I'm so into you right here. Oh, Rain. Okay, okay. Can oh. we anything? Someone use your. I mean, I'm just saying. They. I mean. Okay. 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 Uh, okay. We we in the deep. End. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. And, got and Escape? What about them? I think Escape's not going to... Okay, well, now that you put that into perspective, yeah, they do got a little bit more hits, but... Well, shit, then. What did Escape have, then? Shit. Hold on. Let me let me look them up. Woo, child. You missed the 90s. That's all I can say. Ain't no I missed the 90s, first of all. Jazz kicking it. Feel so good. My little secret. Love them. Not you just reading off the first 10 do songs. You want, do you want to? Am I dreaming? Can't hang. Keep on, keep keeping on. I'm just saying, like the man. Th- so this battle is not for people who were born after ninety ninety six. Uh, don't do me. Okay, it's not like it's just not because you won't. You were You had to be there. Like if you I weren't, you had to be there. No, I'm 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 serious. Like maybe a so a SWV versus um, escape battle mm-hmm. for people my age i'm like 33 is almost would be the same as like if hmm if maybe destiny's child and tlc had a uh well no they all kind of at the same time like tlc and destiny's child had a versus or if like 3lw had a versus with um but I can see that though. I can see a TLC and in, in, in Dusty Child because I've seen Ooh, who, Cheetah Girls. I've seen the success. I'm like, I don't know who they would be battling who? after a while. Girl groups kind of right. 
the girl groups kind of started flopping after that. After Destiny's Child kind of took over, you had you had Black and Seven O Two and things like that. But they all kind of faded and like they not even on Apple Music. Some of them, right? <laughs> they just <laughs> kind of disappeared. And you was like, damn, girl group, girl group. And then you had the big burst, the big boom of the big girl groups like the Pussycat Dolls and Danny Kane, or um, yeah, something like that. So like Pussycat Doll, Danny Kane. Yeah, esque mm. kind of battle. Okay. I mean, I'm gonna watch it because you know I love I love a good R and B. It's gonna be on Triller, which is um, they've always did verses on Triller. Like that's come to my knowledge. I didn't know that. Triller's gonna be live. They're gonna be live on Triller. Yeah, but they said there was like problems with it. I didn't know they could do that now. Yeah, well, it's gonna be on IG Live. I think that's if they're gonna be they're gonna be um in person, um, you know, with the COVID tests and all that. Um, but. I'm gonna see about it. You know what I'm saying? Like she really confirmed it out of nowhere. Like she gave she that TMZ person got a raise that day. Okay, because we had no idea they was doing this. And Candy, Candy gonna be the Candy posted it. So I was like, okay, so Candy's gonna be participating. Okay, that means the check cleared because <laughs> you know Candy was. Mm-hmm. Candy know, come, how much they paying? I'm I'm a working actress. Right. <laughs> Okay, we'll we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. It's gonna be a lot of laughs. I hope Candy Candy better not start crying, girl. Cause I just feel, cause really, <laughs> you girls were really good. Yeah, who do you think is gonna win though? I I do think. Damn, I don't know who's gonna win. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, it might not be. It might not even be that. Cause I feel like you know after watching a lot of people like do comments on like they they. It was like other versus battles that weren't like as high as big as you know the ones that we you know, and they said you know I feel like this is like one of those verses where it's not who's gonna win it's like it's just like listening to two different people from the same time two different two different artists from the same time and you know just just the remembrance of that and I think that's why versus is what it is I don't think this is the one where it's like who who won like the whole GZ and fucking uh what's his name. Gucci man, like, oh my god, like who you think won the child? We all knew we all know who won. But yeah, I mean I I'm I'm excited to see it, you know. We're gonna be gonna we gonna watch it, we're gonna we gonna tell you. I, you know what I wanna do? I want to do a live reaction. And we can do this with restream, but I'm not Ooh. yes, 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 yes. Um I would have to find like find it on YouTube or something like that and we'll share the screen. I just have to figure out this reverb problem, but once I get that down, I'm like, shit, do a live reaction, like, hey, you get what I'm saying? Something different for the show, something different for the show. But um, speaking of verses, Trina said she will agree to do a verses with Lil Kim. I don't know now. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Trina said she look. She said she'll do a verses with Lil Kim, honey. Katrina Laverne Taylor. Girl, she ain't got about maybe six or seven. Five songs. It's going to be five for five. People know. I'm like, Trina. Five for five. That would have to be a battle with other people. She better she better do a versus with damn near Kaya. <laughs> yo, that shit, yo. I, I I can't. I don't I don't really know. I don't, I, I, Trina, I mean, girl. Now that's that's the verses I would I would pull up for. Right, you already know people on live together. I'd be like somebody getting shot. <laughs> so who gonna pop off first? 
Like, damn, this is better than Keisha Cole and uh, Ashanti. Ooh. Oh, no, there was no beef with... There was beef with them? Not beef, but that shit was funny watching it. It's like, I'm about to play my... Life. No, you're not! <laughs> oh, I'm not? Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. She was like... No, you're not. <laughs> Yo, mm. oh, my goodness. And it, it, it was really the first part when she came in there. She's like, oh, you go first. You go first. Oh, okay. All right, go play. I'm like, damn. Okay. I mean, you late. <laughs> late as hell. Now, why she block you? Child, Keisha Cole has had me blocked since 2013. Because you over here telling her, telling people that she over and, here selling um, fish sandwiches. Well, I mean, listen. Allegedly. <laughs> if she was smart, she would start a soul food catering business. And that's what people expect her to be doing anyway. Ooh. Um, so apparently, so let me give you out the tea real quick, those who don't know what was going on. So last week, I think, was the last week that she announced that she was retiring? And people were like, okay, girl. Okay. So I'm like, you just did a versus, and then you announcing you're retiring. You should have announced your retirement before you did the versus. That way people would have bought your music more. Because what? Well, because versus, the versus. Um, she always fumbles a rollout. When the artists do versus now, they get playlisted. They get a whole playlist on like Apple Music or and iTunes or something mm-hmm. like that. So people like their music goes up. You know what I mean? Um, but she's still a piece of shit. Oh my god! <laughs> Yo, what is the animosity? What 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 she do? I don't know. She was just rude and nasty. I think I think um I think what it was was during the whole um situation where she it came from Michelle after the Super Bowl and people were dragging her online. Michelle who? I think I like retweeted something. Michelle Williams. Oh, okay. Saying that, you know, we in the groove and then here come Michelle fucking it up or whatever. Oh. She tweeted that. Oh yeah. And then like maybe a week or two after that, Bow Down came out. And she probably got mad. She probably like, you ain't talking and about then, me like that. Right. And then Keisha was like, so we supposed to be about, we supposed to believe she yeah, about yeah. Um, sisterhood and female empowerment. But now bitches, now we all bitches and we got to bow down and blah, blah. And the beehive started dragging. Literally. And at that, at that time, I still had my active membership card in the beehive. Yes. And, uh, and so we dragged her. <laughs> and she blocked us. And we kept dragging her. And I kept, I drug her so hard. I went back. You can go. You can literally go on Twitter and search, like the Derek Doll colon Keisha Cole, all one word, and it'll show like what was said. Oh my god! Child. I said what I said. Not you said what you said. Well, no, I remember she was doing. She was clout chasing a lot. I remember, uh, and also she used to go on award shows and be like, "Album's out now." I'm like, okay, and. Like like I said, she really fumbles. She fumbles a rollout, and it shows. It just yeah, you uh, you should retire. <laughs> see you later. Maybe she do acting. A- acting, I can see her in some roles. Who? Ooh, not who. Anyway, honey, Rihanna want to do a song with Carisha. Well, well, give us something. Give us something. I mean, at this point, I I could take anything. Just give us some Rihanna new music, okay? Just give us some new music. Work, go ahead. Go with go go with Carissa, even though she's gonna rap off beat and all that other stuff. Just go ahead. 
Because I'm, I'm, I'm like, I don't know what this song will be like. I'm in mean, my head. I'm thinking like Rihanna is chaotic. So I'm like, yeah, of all the people on that fucking meme to choose. And don't just reason. give us a course. Best make me believe it. Best make me believe it. Like I, I, this is it. That's all you're getting. Full price deal. <laughs> like, come on, Riri. I know you're a businesswoman, honey. You was a billionaire, right? She made she 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 made it to the billion, or who? She made it to she made it on like she I know she made it on Forbes. Did she make it? She, she, she made a lot of money with this. I get it. You're doing a lot of work. You're doing a lot of work. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Everyone has a different vision of the perfect day. For some, it's lounging on a tropical beach. For others, it's napping in a hammock on a warm summer afternoon. But it's safe to say that no one's perfect day includes the word laundry. Hey, after the last couple of years being stuck at home, who wants to spend an afternoon inside doing the wash? That's why all Free Clear Mega Packs are bigger, with twice the cleaning ingredients compared to a regular pack. And that means you can be confident that all Free Clear Mega Packs have what it takes to get the job done. Just toss an all Free Clear Mega Pack into your wash, and you're one and all done. Plus, all Free Clear Mega Packs are 100% free of dyes and perfumes, and gentle on skin, even while they're tough on stains. Picture an easy way to get the laundry done and getting back to the things you love. How's that for perfect? Conquer the laundry and get on with your day. Purchase all free clear mega packs today. You, you know, success with uh, Fenty Skin and Fenty Savage and all that. You know, but we we, we ready for this music. You know, and, and if this is gonna be the last one, you just just do it. <laughs> Look at me trying to rush our child. We probably ain't never gonna get it. We'll get it eventually. When we get it, we'll be happy for it, and then she'll starve us for another ten years. Okay. We'll get some more makeup. Maybe she'll. There was a time she used to give us an album yearly. And I think that's what I think that put a toll on her. Because yeah, I'm out here doing all these songs yearly. And I'm doing a, a new song, a new album, not song yearly album. She used to come out with albums yearly. Um, at one point, and it kind of slowed down after Antsy. That was it. Like, that was she was like, look. That's all y'all doing. I'm doing other shit. You get what I'm saying? Girl done became a whole. She she stole Carly career. The Avon lady came and shut down. She came and shut down Victoria's she Secret. Shut down Victoria's Secret. Okay. The power she has. Oh, Rihanna. Because the fashion show was better than that little winged. Y'all just wearing bathing suits in the wings. Rihanna actually had performances. Plural. And she incorporated guys like the guy, like some of the guys underwear in there. This shit six dollars. First of all, that should look nice, and it's sold out. I'm so mad. Like I want my mad damn savage underwear. You didn't get it? No. Oh, they still not. They still sold out. They're not even selling the underwear pieces. I don't even see it on the website. All I see is the robes. I'm like, what am I do with that? Come on, sold out. Come on, sold out collections. Like, come on now. <laughs> 
But Rihanna, I love Rihanna. I love Rihanna. If she's gonna do a song, Carisha, it's gonna be good. Like, let me. I, I know I made that joke. Is is Carisha gonna rap on beat? Look, it's gonna be good. Carisha's definitely, um, Young Miami has definitely came a long way with her raps, and it's, it'll be some cute thing. It'll be something cute. Yeah, I think she got a metronome now, so she can keep time on Not a metronome. I need you to stop. Nicki Minaj, she uh, signed a radio deal and has removed uh, Queen in the Trolls merch from her website. So, Oh, we're getting like a new era, bitch. It's, it's looking like a new era. She posted, too. Um, that, um, posted where? The Young Money site posted a video. And that, um, she's like, I want the... You've been warned. Uh-oh. And the documentary, uh, I think, and that'll be like, I feel like that the documentary, that's just like the the, the ending of the Queen era because that's what it's going to really show. Um, it's set to come out very soon. The one of the But it starts with the pink print. Huh? I guess it's the pink print. ends in the Queen era, the documentary. Yeah, I mean, this is where she she made the, this is going to show scenes where she was making the songs that we that we all listen to. Um. So I'm I'm here for it. I, I want the documentary, please. Like, <clears throat> like, come on. The documentation of the hate train is gonna be interesting to H- watch. Like, yeah, <laughs> HBO Max, y'all, y'all doing the thing. Y'all doing the damn thing, honey. Y'all stealing all these bitches' jobs. First of all, and I don't like the DCU, but like y'all stealing careers because Marvel. I heard Marvel struggling. Uh, Are they? Well, I've been watching a couple videos, and all Marvel now. First of all, Black Widow is supposed to be, and this is I'm getting well. This is a little bit of nerd talk now. Um, Marvel is they they Disney decided to take Black Widow off the theaters and okay. make it and put it on Disney Plus with uh with stream premiere service. I don't know. That seems real calculated. It was like right after this Jack Snyder's Justice League, because, you know, that came out a, a week ago. Everybody was ranting and raving about it. Everyone loved it. I seen it. It was four hours of mess, but I loved it. I ain't going to lie. I'm team Marvel, but that was that was a good that they did. A, they did justice to that damn Justice League movie, because I don't know what the hell they did before. Um, but I hate that. I hate that now we're getting like director's cuts of movies because they did it wrong the first time. Like do it right the first time. Right. Like I, I, I don't understand, but look, Disney, if y'all have like a director's cut of any star Wars movies, please just go ahead and release that. Cause I, we, we need something better than what y'all put out, but like, damn, but yeah, it caused um Marvel to put out black widow and, and a Coella. That's supposed to be like a Dalmatians movie. That's going to be on Disney. Uh-huh. They're yeah. like, they're like, look, we not banking on it. And look, let me, to be honest, Black Widow is not really, we're not really checking for it. That's a dead character. And this is going to be like a backstory. So we want things in the future. <laughs> I mean, the Falcon and the Falcon and uh, I've been watching two of the episodes of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's, uh, oh, the new episode came out this morning, right? It's, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, I like how it battles with, it talks about race, like, we like I've always assumed like okay maybe they're just gonna just ignore slavery and all that maybe it just never happened in that universe but you know it was kind of hinted in Black Panther in the beginning um, and we see that you know not to not to give you any spoilers but you know there's a lot of things there's a lot of messed up shit that went on I'm like damn I, I was like because I had to look at because I watched the episodes and I watched the YouTube videos that talk about mm-hmm. like how it relates to comic books and where this reference came from and I'm like damn. Mm-hmm. 
I ain't gonna I'm, spoil you know, it. I'm glad that these shows have actually gotten people more into comic culture. Yeah. Like, because then you like you watch it and it's entertaining, but you're like, I want to know the backstory. Like, right. I don't miss any jokes. I don't want to miss. I don't want to miss. You know these lines mm-hmm. when they start talking about. You, know, you have flashbacks. Like, what are they talking about? So now you want to go back and research. So it's like, damn, I need to start buying some comic books now. Let me go to Amazon and see if they got some. Right. Some old comics I can read and catch up. That's some old Ooh, comic books. This is oh my goodness. I wish I was like I kind of was into comics growing up. Like I was always, I was very, I was a retro kid child. I was into that stuff. I was like, oh my god, I want to always want to go to comic stores. But like, it was hard because when I was growing up, that's when comic books kind of like it's hard to get this book because first of all, this book costs like twenty fifty dollars because they they putting it up in the bag and you can't really read it unless you try to find the copies. I remember they used to put the copies of Spider-Man comic. That's where I first started reading comic books. That was the first hero that I read was Spider-Man because they used to put the copies in the uh, in the newspapers. But they ended up stopping doing. They stopped doing that, and I had to end up going to the comic book store. They were they're starting to close down now. Like I'm like, damn. Like now all the stuff is online now, you know. But I'm old. I don't. I don't got time for comic books. Like I need to watch this on the show. <laughs> Oh, they're reading. <laughs> Everything's digital now. Mm-hmm, everything's digital. Um, I was watching at, at one point when I was in high school because I took a comic book class. Like it was talking about superheroes and stuff like that. It was like an extra curricular, and I found out there was like a black Spider Man. That's how I found out about Miles Morales as Spider Man. I was like, oh wow! So to see it in in the big screen, it was interesting. You know, that was our nerd out. That was my nerd out moment real quick. You know what I'm saying? You know, I love talking about MCU and all that heroes and stuff. We can get right into reality check because, honey, I'm ready to get this food. <laughs> yes, I, I had I have got food from the calf, but I'm not feeling that. I think I want to get some Uber Eats because uh, and I don't want to spend my stimmy. But like uh, if I was home, I would have cooked something. Well, they gave you that money so you could spend it. They want to stim- the stimulus. The stimulus ain't for you. Uh, they want to put it back. <laughs> they want you to keep spending. Like, give me the stimmies so you can pay your bills. Mm, right. for, the rest of your, for the rest of your money, can, can go back into the economy. Right. Uh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, real, well, nevertheless, reality check, honey. Real Housewives of Atlanta. Ciao. Toy pissed me off because now that reunion, now that reunion is really going to be trash. Hmm? The reunion is really going to be trash because Toy, how you going to start this shit? Now you're not going to the reunion because you sick. All right, I get it. We in COVID. I wouldn't want you around me if you got a cold too because I don't know. I don't know if it's cold. I don't know if it's COVID. Okay, I don't know the difference. <laughs> they could have set her up like they did. Um, Man, they better like put they her did. on a Zoom. They yeah, better, they better they do it like that. Take a camera to her house. Get they, pretty. Because ain't nobody fighting anyway. Ain't nobody fighting anyway. I mean, they did a whole Zoom reunion last year. So, I mean, if the girls get back together. Um, Put her on a mobile, mobile TVs and have her sit out there with the other girls. Come on. Come on, child. They could have did that. But I don't know. I mean, watching Portia and Kenya argue for the 90, 99th, 99th time, like... Don't nobody care about that. Who else gonna argue? Okay, go. Marlo and Portia. Cause I, I feel like this this is such a fake beef. It's such a fake beef that Marlo and Portia is going through. It's it's it's, it's I don't know if it's, I don't think it's a beef. 
It's it's so it's so like. Are you really Portia mad? Are you really mad at Mar- uh, Marlo? Uh, Portia? She's not mad. She just doesn't trust her. So I ain't got no to be mad. I don't trust you. But then we see it in, in the next episode. She's making it a thing. Like she's talking to her. She's like, "Oh well, I just feel." I'm like, "Okay, you don't want me. To, you don't want me to mess with Kenya at all." I get it. But at the end of the day, Marlo, like, you ain't gonna tell me who I can, who I can and cannot hang out with. That's why she need Nene, because girl, she don't. Poor Marlo, she just she a damsel in distress. Well, Nene was like that too. Like I said, you know, Nene was a loyalist. Like, mm-hmm. how you gonna be my best friend and then kick in and hang out with bitches who hate me? That's why they saying are they beefing now, or they're not not beefing, but are they not talking now? Probably, because honey. If who talking now? Marlo and Nini. I don't know. Nini, Nini just posted a picture of Marlo, of her and Marlo, like, last month. Oh, she probably had to do that because people were speculating. It was like, how's she on this show? Because you, you, know, you know Marlo flocked to Nini. Nini didn't have to post Marlo. When Nini, was not on, when Nini wasn't on the show, Marlo was nowhere to be found. And she came back when Nini came back. And now she's still on when Nini left. So it's like, ooh, what's going on? <laughs> But Marlo has been on this. She's been on the show now for what seven seasons. Mm-hmm. So it's like she's part of the show too. Yeah, she's. They need to give a, her a peach. I don't know why they. Wife. I don't know why she ain't got no damn peach. Like she's because she, she's not a housewife. You can't find. You can't be a housewife because you can't get a husband. Okay. <laughs> well, damn, Kenya had the cheat codes. Kenya bought. Well, let me shut up. I ain't gonna go there. I'm just well. Mm. Uh, you get what you pay for. First of all, Kenya and Latoya Child. Well, first of all, Kenya in that in that indigenous costume. I ain't get it. I don't know who she was supposed to be. I'm like, I'm a I'm a but, warrior girl. I thought that we had gotten past that part of life, child. I thought like, we were done. With it looked like that damn party city life. costume with the with the fucking dreads in the damn. Daishiki talking about black man. Like, what the hell? That was really a costume piece, bitch. I don't know how true it was, but that was definitely a costume piece. It was like Jamaican mine or something like that. Who do you think had the best costume out of Fallon and uh, Fallon. Candy? I ain't like Candy. Candy looked at, ooh, she looked a little... I ain't like that. And everybody wanted to be a cat. Like, I'm like, okay, a Drew... Girl, <laughs> yeah, it was. A, I mean, it's definitely it's a no for that, me. Right, that Halloween party definitely pales in comparison to the one they had two years ago. Um, but the action was there because Fallon was about to. Fallon, I thought she was about to get out a gun, honey. I'm like, oh shit, where's she, that where is she going? To- She's about to mess that fucking car up. Okay, she got the damn golf club. I'm like, she, and I think it's because someone said it too. It was like, you know, I feel like they were all like really in like costume and they, Fallon looked at scary as hell. They said she probably was scared she was going to turn the stone. Latoya, you do not come up in nobody's house. Latoya's just disrespectful. And I said, and I said this because I said this to my friend. I said, I think she young. Like she young. Like young folk do this shit. Like people my age, I ain't not gonna lie. People my age are, especially the girls, the girls, very disrespectful. Okay, I, I'm not, I'm not like that, honey. I, I'm a little, I'm an old, I'm an old soul. Um, but no, I've seen it. I've seen it. I, you got 
You come into my house like that, girl, I would have kicked her out then. I said, you, you going to get this food and you going to get that shot yourself or you can get out. Period. <laughs> I'm like, well, the, you know what the door is. Yeah. You're not going to come in my house. I mean, so soon because she, she gave her, she gave her so many chances, but yeah. I'm, like, I'm going to, I would have to stop her right there. Like, actually, before you even get this, I need to, I need to address what happened the last time we saw each other and you came from my husband, like you and these jokes about the age of my husband, mm-hmm. my, my boyfriend, my husband. You're going to have to keep that to yourself. Get it together. Get it together. Because I will beat your ass. Who? That's, what, that's the conversation they should have had. Probably like, as soon as you came in with that mess. Uh, let me talk to you for a second. Come come over here. I would have to take her to the living Come here. Come, come over here. Come talk, come talk to me for a second. Because okay. you're not going to sit in my house, eat my food, drink my drinks. Um, and and disrespect me. And you said the, the the party was boring. I mean, like it's a it's it's COVID. Ain't nobody like I imagine if I imagine if like it was like a party party and everybody was like invited. Okay, that would have been it would have been lit. But well, Toya know better. She's my age. She's thirty four. She knows better. Toya is thirty four. Yeah. Why well, I thought this girl was in her twenties. You acting like that? Drew is thirty five. I knew that. I knew that. I knew that. Come on. Yeah, why are you older than me? Like, come on now. I knew that. I knew that about Drew. But I don't know. Toya seemed like young. She seemed, well, I, they said they got a YouTube girl. So, you know, YouTube people, people on YouTube, they not really, they don't really stay on YouTube after that age. Like, unless you're like, unless you do like a podcast or like you are, it's very seldom that you see like YouTubers, like people like, I mean, people in my age, people that, 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 like the Trey Melvins and the other people that used to be on YouTube, I don't see, they're not on YouTube as crazy as they was. They doing other shit. Trey Melvin, oh my God, he's on website now. He didn't fuck with YouTube like that. Right, right. Well, okay. He done leveled up on yours. But I had never heard of her before this show, so whatever. Yeah, apparently she, well, she was a YouTuber. She was pretty big. Um, oh shit, almost, oh child, this damn table about to fall. Not, we need new shit, honey. She's boring. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Married to freaking medicine. I'm sick of Toya. And I'm glad that Quad is back. Because I felt like it really, that was episode one for me. For this Why are you sick of Toya? Toya is just so mean and bitter. And just like, I tweeted her too. Like, I literally, she tweeted the same thing twice. Because people, you know, made a tweet that, yo, Quad is essential to Married to Medicine. And she said, oh, she's an essential liar. She's tweeted that shit two times. I tweeted her back. I'm like, girl, the fact that you had to retweet this with the same response two times just tells everyone that quad is essential to marry to medicine, honey. Have a seat. Go to, go to bed. And it's late in Atlanta. It's late in Atlanta. And, and then the whole thing with, with you just pick on Contessa. And I know Contessa's a little annoying. But you just pick on this woman just for no reason. Like, oh, I'm just surprised you got invited. What you doing here? Like, you you you, you ain't want to take off the shoes in my house. And da, 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 da. okay, I'm like, girl, fuck your couch. But no, seriously, <laughs> my girl, fuck your couch. Girl, fuck your couch. Fuck this floor. I'm going back outside. Okay. Um, but at the same token, though, like Contessa. Like, Latoya's not wrong about the whole, like, just respect my house. Like, the same thing go back to the other Latoya. It's like, when you're in somebody's house, like, just respect their space. Mm-hmm. 
And I think we wasn't, um, we wasn't here for that, so we didn't really see it. Yeah. So it's like, it was like respect mm-hmm. to And then, so I think the next thing is the the other new girl, Anissa or Lisa or whatever her name yeah, is. Yeah, the Indian girl. Like, why are you coming in the group trying to be peacemakers between people who like known it each seemed other for forced. years? Like, it seems storyline-ish and forced. Right. My thing is like, bitch, y'all don't like each other and y'all in the same friend group. That ain't none of my business. Right. Now, me trying to know you for you is... And now next week, you saw, I feel like you attacked my mother. Your mother was, like, grabbing her. Like, I told your mom to let me go. And I understand that y'all supposed to just, you know... Yeah, y'all touchy. I guess if the mother says something, everybody just kind of apply, but they don't work like that over here. Like, I'm leaving because I don't want to fuck up your stuff. Mm-hmm. That's okay. what you're like. I'm trying to leave because y'all like this stuff on this table. Okay. Oh, then I'm going to go to my car. Pearl. Y'all have a good night. And we'll try this again. You and I can hang out. Because we ain't doing that. Time. We not doing that. We not doing that this week. Come on. I don't know. I think the show, it was a real interesting show. I can't wait to see the next episode because we're going to see that conversation with Contessa and that girl. Um, I hope we see more quad because quad scenes is in i love how and heavily so she's so shady she was like oh yeah they was talking about you look here she's like not when we was just doing good i'm like toya fake herself she fake herself when she get to that liquor honey wow. i'm like we're, we're tired of seeing it i was hoping she was gonna block the uh, block our page block the page i'm like oh shit Toy don't block me because I don't spoke the truth and shit. Like, damn. Oh well. Um, well, we'll see. We're glad Quad's back. We'll see what she brings. I think she's here to like kind of stir things up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she'll be back on the show, and we'll see. And then the other girl, the white girl that used to be on that was on season one. She's gonna be on that show. Too. She's gonna be on it too. So we'd like to see what's going on. Shit, bring back. I mean, bring back Mariah. I mean, shit. Well, I don't know. Mariah didn't get. She didn't get her contract back. So I think they they and they wanted her. I think they wanted her to be a friend, and she was like, "Hell nah." The hell, I'm gonna be a friend for. I made this. That's Bravo is looking real shady. Because well, I don't Mariah, like I don't like Mariah, but like she was good. She was good for the show. Like it, she yeah, brought it. You're right. Well, you know, uh, Heavenly spoke out about that. I think last week or whatever. She mm-hmm. was like, you know, I don't know what the executives at Bravo are doing, like trying to t- I mean people the people that are actually good for the show, y'all kicking them off or mm-hmm. not giving them contracts, not trying to give them pay them their worth. And but Bravo is trying to euthanize their shows, like. Make make it more youthful and bring in new blood. And right, I mean, we're not. Right. We, were we really gonna watch these bitches for twenty years? They were already old when they got there. Yeah. And so I mean, yeah. and they're trying to break franchises too because they only got Married to Medicine in, in Atlanta, but they're trying to start this LA one. But it's not. I'm not really feeling the LA one. Like I, I like if it comes back, yay! But I like them. Yeah, right. they're funny to me. I love them. That first season was everything. They I though it was really when that girl was coming for uh heavily. She was like she wanted to sit there and imply that my husband got a little I'm like oh child. Projecting. Let me stop. Yeah. Child, what's on this Uber Eats, honey? Cause I'm ready to order this. 
I'm ready to eat, eat honey. But yeah, like that's that's the I guess that's the tea. Um, yeah. Now I got now I got to go back and watch the Falcon show. Yes, you got to okay. watch it because it's like, dang, I didn't even know. Like, there's certain aspects I'm not going to spoil it for you, but it's it's certain something that's going to come up, and it's like, what? So you mean to tell me y'all asses was really getting down like that? Mm. Like that? Huh? And the answer is yes. Yes, they were. Yes, we were. And what about it? It was. Oh, my goodness. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. Uh, yes, yes, yes. On the live stream, I would have loved if somebody made a comment or two, but that's okay. We, you know, good that you're listening. Hope you've enjoyed the convo. And until next time, I am your host, Darren Green. I'm Prince Derek Dahl. And this is the Darren Green Show signing out. Bye, y'all. If you like what you heard, please don't hesitate to hit that subscribe button and give us a five-star rating. As always, enjoy the convo. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You know, for centuries, the ultra-wealthy have been putting their money where their mouths are, by investing in fine wine. And now, with Vint, you can do that too. At Vint, we offer SEC-qualified investment opportunities of fine wine and spirits curated by our experts with portfolio managers. With Vint, you can invest and diversify into the most sought-after assets that have a history of price appreciation. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co.